how do you feel about your headset right now? You think you can mind with it? <laughs> I could, <laughs> probably. It goes well with my fanny pack that I also like to wear running, so. Happy Friday, girls. Oh my God, happy Friday. You know when you, when like you have something like this where it's weekly, you really like all of a sudden are like, wow, weeks go by fast. Where we're, oh, I'm back in my closet sitting on the floor talking to you girls <laughs> alone with my door shut. Creepy. Also, <laughs> I feel like because we work out on Friday mornings together, my body only recovers about two days before it's time to do it again. So that also <laughs> makes it go really short. <laughs> oh. How did everyone's week go? It went good. Yeah. I didn't really know. I wasn't sure what we were supposed to be um, logging, but I made it for my three walks, which was my challenge. Awesome. Um, which is pretty impressive for me because typically if my week goes offside at all, it's like a write-off for me. So part of the the lesson learned is do two of the three things on the weekend because that's, um, you know, I have the most flexibility at that point. Mm -hmm. So I got to prioritize that on the weekends for sure. And you had with your kids like a challenging week, right? Yeah, so between kids and work and um, it, it, fitness is always, it moves to the bottom for me every time. So, but you were able to get your walks in. So what motivated you to do it? Um, I don't, I'm a people pleaser. I wanted to follow the rules and it, it's just about, it is about priority. It, I mean, I hate when people say that. I hate when people say like, oh, you can always make it work. There's the same number of hours in the day for everybody. Um, but there is a level of truth to that because it does just, you do have to put that above other things mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. in order to make it happen. And I feel a lot of guilt around that. So that's the other thing I need to just, I have to work on. Aaron, question. Like we had this um, document that the three of us filled out this week, right? And we were logging all of our stuff when you well you did one day you put the log at the top you jessica there jessica did it for me because we were together <laughs> oh that's <laughs> hilarious so um i am curiously wondering how did that feel like is it helpful to have the logging is it helpful to watch what jess and i have or haven't done or is it does it work the other way is it counterproductive for you no I don't think it's counterproductive I think the biggest I think planning for me in every aspect of my life is probably the solution like I think it's just looking forward and deciding what you're going to do and when you're going to do it and then committing to that I think planning is is that my biggest downfall so two things come to mind I want to ask you about, Erin. I wonder if I just forgot them. <laughs> <laughs> if Okay, so one, if planning is what you say you, your biggest downfall is, 
was it helpful to have homework and those priorities established a week in advance? And did you find that you were able then to plan for that? Yes, I would say it was absolutely helpful to have the goal for the week. I didn't plan really when I was going to do it. Um, but I was conscious of the fact that there was, you know, an end time. And you this had week, an intention. Set. Exactly. There was an intention. That's it. That's just it. Okay. Then my second question was just going back to the very beginning when you were speaking and you were saying that we, or sorry, that you don't always put it a put exercise above the other priorities in your life. And it sounded like really negative the way you were talking about it. And I was just curious what both of you think about, like we talked last week, we looked at our Venn diagram for our characters, basically who we are as people. And that has been sort of who you are all the time. Like you don't put yourself before your family. And is that fair to kind of chastise yourself in our discussion right now that you continue to be true to who you are because there's nothing wrong with you being true to who you are. You're, you're not like, I don't, I don't like to hear it as a negative thing, if that makes sense. I hear what you're saying. I think the challenge that I have with that is I'm paying a price for that. So I agree with what you're saying on one level, intrinsically, prioritizing my family and focusing my time and energy and putting them first gives me a sense of happiness and accomplishment. But at a certain point, and the point that I feel like I am right now, I, it's swinging the wrong way to where it's having a negative impact then on my ability to care for them without resentment, I think is the best word. Resentment's maybe not the best word actually, but without, it's just taking its toll on me mm -hmm. right now. Mm -hmm. What would you replace resentment with? Cause that was the first word that popped into your head. What would it be if it's not starting to be resentment? Well, I think resentment sounds wrong when it comes to my kids. That's just not the right word. I find resentment comes out more in my relationship, which isn't fair because it's self, um, I, it, it's me controlling that dynamic. Um, if not resentment, I'm just not my best self. I think I'm not my best self as a, just as a mom. I think my patience is lacking. I think I don't know. Resentment doesn't sound like the right word for children because I don't resent my kids. I feel like you can though, not you, but mm -hmm. I feel like mothers can resent their lot in a particular moment in time. You know, it's not like I have great resentment every day for my children, but when my plan goes awry, I can feel resentment for a period of time because somebody, you know, couldn't, accomplished their task independently. And so I had to do it, which took me away from what I was trying to do myself. I don't think it's a bad thing. Are you worried that in 20 years, they're going to listen to this podcast and say, my mom <laughs> resented me? 
No, because I think again, I'm the common denominator. Uh, like no one is doing this to me. I'm doing it to myself. I put myself in the role. I have a supportive partner. I have, you know what I mean? I, I feel like that's why it feels unfair because I feel like it's in my control. I've created the dynamic. Okay. Let's give it a little shift for a second. You went for your three walks. Yeah. Where did you go? How long did you go for? How'd you feel? My first one was with Jess and we walked her neighborhood and it was wonderful as it always is. Um, my second walk was actually with Perry mm -hmm. and we walked to and from the school three times because awesome. we went there biking and then we elected for me to walk home but she wanted to join me and it was lovely it's my favorite way to spend time with her and she's now at an age like we did a proper walk we walked for uh. three miles or it was the same distance jess and i had done and that was great and then my third walk was also with perry and we didn't go quite so far but i mean i counted the half an hour as a win awesome that is a win the goal was three walks right and and actually taken aside quickly like when you were talking about busyness earlier and then now when you brought it up as a trainer that's something that i i sometimes struggle with clients who need time frames all the time and i find it interesting that a lot of people are like yeah but it wasn't an hour i'm like oh, okay it didn't didn't have to be an hour and it's funny how hooked on time so many people get like if you had 10 minutes and you walked for 10 minutes or you got i don't know some you dropped down did some push-ups and a couple burpees like great and that could actually be more beneficial sometimes than getting in an hour of something where you're so anyways the point of what i'm saying is aaron i'm so happy to hear you got three walks in that was the goal 10 minutes or three miles doesn't matter that's right now, this is our goal. It's interesting you say that because I almost thought when I was thinking through my week, I was like, well, oh no, I guess I'm counting that. But again, it was because it was long enough that it felt justified, but. Yes, don't sounds like I'm not alone. my words and say like, well, I walked <laughs> to the mailbox and I'm fine. <laughs> so, and Jess, how about you? How'd you feel? Good. Um, I was a little bit nervous. I can't remember if I mentioned it last week, but with getting the new puppy, that was extremely disruptive to everyone's schedule in this household and sleep and everything. So I was not sure how this week was going to go, but we're finding our rhythm. And I was very happy with the workouts that I got in. I tried to count even the smallest loop around our property as exercise in case I didn't get in whatever workout I was hoping to do that day, because I did notice since getting the dog, I'm hitting more steps than I've ever hit, or at least since my other dogs died, uh, because I'm getting up and getting out and running around the house and doing whatever. So yeah, I would say I'm happy overall. I think what I was most happy with this week was I got two runs in, which is not typical for me. I, I tend to do two runs a month. So to do two in a week feels like a big win. And um, one of them I did during a webinar that I had to attend for like training for work where I didn't have to participate, but I had to listen. And 
it was really great. And I spent some of the time after wondering why I haven't been doing this for the last two years, because there's at least two or three a month where I'm on a call for an hour. I don't participate other than listening and getting the information. And it's nothing to set my laptop up in front of the bike or the treadmill and put my earbuds in. And I'm there doing it. I'm not on screen. Nobody's watching me spin away or sweat or whatever. <laughs> uh, so that was an interesting learning for me. Um, but yeah, overall, I would say I'm happy with the activity I did. Natalie, what was your homework this week? Um, my homework was to stay on track with the no activity. That was my homework and to, to focus just on the upper body all week. We had a family issue come up this week, the pretty sad one. And I have to say, oh, I struggled pretty big this week. Um, are we allowed to cry on this podcast? Because it's probably We're allowed to cry. Happen. Okay. So I struggled so hard because activity is like my sane way of like keeping myself strong. So, and because I couldn't, like, I'm not going to go and pump weights four times a day like Andrew already said you know your arms are I'm like yeah I know it's because I have nothing else to do but my arms it was hard it was this week was very hard it's like the minutes felt like days and I made it and I made it to today which was my I had physio this morning and he was happy that I'm doing things that I haven't been able to do in a long time. I hugged my knees into my chest, which I have not done in so long. So he sat down and he said, so what do you think the game plan is this week? I said, you're not going to let me do anything again, are you? He's like, mm, you got it. So I have another week to tick off, but I feel like I, every day I'm ticking off is super one day closer. So I did my homework. I did only upper body all week. I did not give in to the extreme intense desire to get up and run. I find it so neat running, eh? Like the word run, like when we get in a fight, I'm the first one to want to like walk out of the, the room. When I'm on a phone call and I'm fighting with someone, I'm the first one. I had a bad habit for so long just hanging up the fucking phone. Like I am that person. So this week, with all of the news we got, I just had such a hard time not walking out the door and going. So many, so many thoughts here, Natalie. First, I want to say good job. Good job on not going for a run. Because when that's the only way or the most common way that you've dealt with stress or a good sunny day or whatever the case might be, like good on you for not doing it because that would be extremely hard. I have one more question for you, Natalie. Meeting with your physiotherapist today and they <laughs> asking you to take another week of only upper body, what is the long-term goal with the practitioners you're seeing? What are you expecting for outcomes with your body? And what are they helping you work towards? And what are they telling you you're achieving based on okay. that? So I feel like I've matured ladies, okay? Cause this answer could have been extremely different or has been years back when I'm like, just get me to a place where I can run. 
Well, I am now very mentally also tired of being always injured. <laughs> Long distance running tends to do that where you freaking I'm like, I, I can't remember. My friend Murray one day said to me, like, you're you always have pains. Like, do you are you ever not pain like pain free? I'm like, no, I'm not. So my goal at the moment, which I have shared with my physios and chiros is my goal now is to be pain free. I want to be able to do the things I love pain free. Like I'm not even worried about doing a race right now. I just want to be able to run up the hill and not think of how I'm swinging my leg because it hurts. And I want to be able to sit in a car or on a on a chair or t like and have um no pain so right now i feel like i'm at that tipping point where i feel like i'm 75 percent better and had it been the old me i'd be like all right let's just get this ball rolling and yet i'm trying to be very aware that no nat 75 is not what you wanted it's a hundred. So it's a hundred for me and my physios know that. And that's why today he sat me down and said another week, like you're almost there, but you're not there. So focus on your end game. So how much will you draw on the, you described the experience of being able to hug your knees to your chest. So that was like a very obvious improvement. How much are you gonna, will that be something that comes up in your mind throughout the week like is that something that you feel like you can think on to push you the right. next day yeah i think that's great aaron because you know it's like having clients working with weight loss and they never lose weight so what's the motivation to keep keep eating healthy right um so right now i feel like having that experience to draw on now this week being like oh my god you hugged your knees into your chest will help me to stay on course and um yeah so i think you're right that's going to it's going to help me and i don't well, want to have yeah sorry oh i was just gonna say it sounds like it's a very big deal that you're your goal has changed based on what you just said your goal sounds completely different than what hit historically has so that's a different ball game altogether i have to say that driving to physio this morning i had two thoughts right two personalities going on oh my god he better say i can do something man but then the closer i got my gut was saying you you're not ready for him to tell you so don't wish that because if he tells you if he told me today nat try try a three minute run or something i would have because he gave me the permission i probably would have but i am not physically ready and i know that i can't sit without squirming yet right so i am very relieved that although i can't wait i also am happy that he's keeping me on pace so that i can can get there does this all sound crazy or does it sound like, no? Okay. Actually no, for the listeners, they all said yes, but I'm pretending <laughs> they said no. It doesn't sound crazy. It sounds incredibly difficult. <laughs> With the snowfall the other day, I was like, oh, I could probably shovel. Like shoveling is like, you know, 
I said to Andrew, oh my God, from someone that spent 90% of her day before outside, shoveling was like the longest I'd been outside in weeks. I was like, this is amazing. Oh, you should see me throw that snow, girls. All those arms I've been doing. All, like, all those, that's exactly your upper body. <laughs> At the end of the day, moving in your day can be way more important than not moving all day and doing a workout. So what point in our history did it shift where all of a sudden we're like, no, we can sit all day, but I got my 20 minute like burn in. Like, I, I'd love to, to see that progress because spending the whole day not doing a formal workout, but literally chasing your dog or shoveling the driveway and then going into like, there's so many things we can do in our vacuuming. Like it all adds up. And I just, I think it's neat how we're, we are so even myself included, like we need pockets of workouts. Are you asking from a philosophical perspective? Are you looking for an answer? Like, did this end with the cave people? <laughs> I'd like to know if when a tree falls and no one's around. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah, You're making me also think about the 10, you know, the 10,000 steps per day that everybody yeah, aspires to. But then what, what are you, how do you feel about that, Natalie? Because to me, I think it. of... See, it's interesting because I, I heard what I just heard you saying was that that should count, but now I'd like you to expand on why you hate that. Oh, and wait, I can I just add, yeah. sorry, before you do that, yeah. I want to just tag on to that. Is it actually 10,000 steps? Because in the past, when I used to really focus on that, which for me was very unhealthy, I would hit my steps while I was folding laundry and I sit on my bed to fold laundry. So I found it really frustrating that the movement of my arm shaking out my towels was counting as steps because then I would look at all these people like, oh my God, I hit 20,000 steps today. And it's like, well, did you though? Like, where are you moving? What's the mileage? So oh, I agree. Like, um, this is probably not the answer that I, is popular, but like, I hate it. Aaron, I feel that it's, <laughs> I feel it makes, yes, it could be very encouraging to some people. And I'm not discounting that. Like maybe there are people who, because of that, literally do get up and literally do make sure they move 10,000. Yeah. It became a number that someone with a background thought this is a good goal, but now it's like, oh my God, 10,000 is the BN and all. And um, I find it becomes an unhealthy focus for a lot of people. And, um, again, it's quality. Like, are those steps, like when I'm teaching, I walk back and forth super slow in my room when I'm teaching, I, I guess some of the falsehood around it, or like Jess said, like I folded and then I got a step or I ski 25 and I didn't like. I guess we just have to take into account that there's a lot of falsehoods around it, but then it does help. You're right, Aaron. So I'm, maybe my answer is very unclear. What is a good everyday goal to strive for? Is it 20 minutes of moving your body a day? If you had your ideal way to structure that, do you have one? You know, every hour, like just make sure you got up and flipped the line, or if you're at work, like got up and went to the end of the, like, I feel like at least every hour you got to get up and just move for a minute. 
It's like, yeah. So what do you absolutely need on the end of the day is to keep the body moving. Right. It doesn't have to be strenuous, right? Like you can have 15, 20 minutes of strenuous and be awesome, but you just, the movement is so key. And also for so many key factors, like flexibility, joint pain, like all that kind of stuff comes into play too, right? So don't get hung up on actually concrete number just move your body make right. sure every hour you got up for something yeah that's a good goal to set and again it is it comes back to just setting that as your intention for the day and if you do that then you've met your goal but then okay so now having worked with many different types of personalities i say that because for me i have the opposite issue i don't know how to not like sitting down for this podcast you don't know how like when i got up the other day or holy moly like i can't that is i can't do it so i have the opposite problem which is not always good i have a hard when i visit people i have a hard time sitting like you i can't even i can't even sit on the chair so Having said that, I watch so many different personalities that they do need. No, Nat, you can't just tell me to move every hour. That does that will not help me. I will not do it. I need to know how many times a day, how much. So, right? I feel yeah. like a lot of people strive for that. Maybe even right now it's helpful because for you, if I said, Aaron, just make sure you move this week versus Aaron, I want you three days this week to go for a walk. What works better for your personality? Well, the three days, because then I don't have to think about it. So same thing with the steps. There are some people that say, I need to know that 10,000 is my goal. So that, at, so that it forces me at some point to do what Nat's trying to tell me, but that doesn't work for me. So I need a number. Right. Right. Every single topic literally we can say everyone's different hey eh? like every topic yeah. we come by it's just we're all so different so just because i hate the steps i hate them personally for my own like i drives me nuts and i honestly sometimes when everyone's like oh my my ring's just closed sometimes i'm like oh good for you but yet <laughs> it works for so many people so we can't i can't discredit that right i will say just because you brought up the rings Mm -hmm. And uh, we're not sponsored by Apple. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yet. 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 That's right. Or Garmin. Uh, I do love that my new Apple Watch does tell me to stand up every hour because oh. I do try to do it. Every time it beeps at me, get up, I get up, get a drink, go walk around the house, whatever, because otherwise I could sit at my desk for like the entire morning. I shut mine off. <laughs> I did. I what turned that notification. Shut it off. I just found it really inconvenient and um, not not helpful. I mean, it probably would be helpful if I did it, but I wasn't doing it. So, oh, that's awesome. I had a Fitbit probably five years ago, and I got rid of it because it was very unhealthy for me when I wasn't hitting my ten thousand steps a day, which. I was on trend with everyone else trying to do that. Um, it was very like mentally not good for me because I felt like a failure. So even like Nat, you said you went for a 25K ski and got no steps for it. I would do the same, not a 25K ski, but I would go for some activity, forget my Fitbit at home and then see that day with no steps and just be like, I'm such a loser mm -hmm. that I didn't hit my 10,000 steps every day. 
which is not good for someone like me or probably anybody, but I, I don't like, I don't need more things telling me that I'm failing because that's, I'm really good at doing that on my own. So I find yet there's a really fine balance between mm -hmm. the use of technology and not. Agreed. With that said, I love my product for what it does outside of that. Mm -hmm. And then, you know what, Jess, it's awesome that you got rid of it and you're aware of that, that this is unhealthy where person B might be like, it's the opposite. This is what helps me. So I need that product. I feel like this week for the three of us, when I was looking at our, our boxes over the days, I feel like it was all successful. And personally, I was thrown curveballs. It was almost like, a not, not to say what had happened, happened for my own reason, I'm just saying, but it was also like this other, like, here you go, I'm throwing this at you, can you keep going? And it, it was super hard, but I'm so happy to be here today to say like, okay, did it, it's another week done. Mm -hmm. um, to see Jess pounding at all of your, like, love the variety you have, it's awesome to see the variety in your workouts. Aaron, to know that you hit your goals and you come to the screen happy, I feel like it was a good week in terms of what we set out to do, even though the three of us all had curveballs happen this week too, right? Doesn't it also just speak to the power that the, I don't want to call you my community, but just like to have not accountability coaches, yeah. but it just helps to have support right yes. in whatever capacity that is whether it's someone to do the thing with or someone to talk about it with you know mm -hmm. I think mm -hmm. there's just uh that's something not to underestimate either so is there anything else we want to talk about our fitness goals I would feel for me this week is going to be a very emotional hard week this week coming up so I I'm going to repeat my same goal if that's okay with you guys. I need to get to my next appointment and walk in there and feeling proud that I did so. So that will be my fitness goal. Erin, did you feel like three for this week? Like we're, we're still in March, so I don't feel the need to be like, get up and run now. I feel like if you were happy and feel like three walks this week was achievable, doable, challenging, then we could repeat it for one more week until we get ourselves into April. But what do you feel? I'd like to try and do a walk run this week. Oh, okay then. Whoop, whoop. Yeah. Okay. Jess, so what's your goal then? I'm going to do the same thing that I did last. Well, not the same thing that I did last week, but I'm going to aim for three solid workouts this week. Okay. So then Aaron, will you want structure for where this, or do you think you're comfortable saying, I'm just going to go out knowing I have to do a walk run and see where my body's at? Or do you want a goal? Uh, I think I'm going to just go and try and do it. Okay. Is that a bad idea? I'm really just thinking like I would kind of like to approach it. Jess and I did a couple of fun runs where we just ran for as long as we felt like we could run. And then we mm -hmm. walked for a bit. And I was almost envisioning just because now I really don't have a good sense of where I'm at. Mm -hmm. Like shooting for 25 minutes or something like that. Maybe shooting for a specific mileage, but but not the run one 
run walk increments as important? I think that's fantastic. And I would actually say, let's treat it like we did last week. We said three times you need to get out this week. Yeah. And you let your body feel, okay, I have to do three. How long, how much go with it this week? Yeah. We need to create that. Remember a part of uh, what we spoke about with you at the beginning was we need to create that routine. We need to create that scheduled. It's in your day no matter what kind of thing. So now for you to just add the run, do it the same way, have the same approach. I'm gonna run until I feel like I need to walk and then I'm gonna walk. Yeah, that's what I think. I just think that'll give me a better starting point. Awesome. Natalie, can we say that we're doing fartlek? We could say that you're doing fartlek. Mostly because I think that word is hilarious, but also then I feel like we're professional basically at this point. We're doing real training. You're absolutely correct on that. Isn't it funny that at the age of 40, there's still words that can make you giggle and <laughs> fart lick is one of them because it's a ridiculous it's word. word. It's a ridiculous, but it's got the word fart in it and it can't not make you laugh and giggle. <laughs> awesome. Fart lick. Yeah. So you do your fart licks. <laughs> okay. We stray. So we have our homework. We're going to write in our pretty little documents that I love. I love checking into them. It's like checking the news on the day and then clicking on the whole, how's the Google Drive happening? By the way, Jess, I didn't realize how many people use Google Drive. Someone wanted to send me a Google Doc. Is that okay with you? I'm like, actually, yes, it is. I, I mean, it is that. one of the main tech moguls out there, right? Is is Google. So <laughs> just, just wanted to put that. I didn't invent this. It's not my project. <laughs> oh, I thought it was you. you did. But something. I'm glad that you're participating in that community. That's great. All right. Well, thank you guys so much. I appreciated being able to talk to you. Thank you as well, guys. Happy Friday. Happy Woo-hoo. Friday. Woo-hoo. Bye, guys. Okay, bye-bye. <laughs> Um, and organically, next week's topic might be injuries. I'm just kidding. We're going to try my Oh, I was like all of a sudden going, but what? I, I feel like the last time, Aaron, that we went running, didn't you hurt your hamstring? Oh. Yeah, so still we have hurts. To be, we, have to be, we have to be cognizant of that as we... I'm assuming you're going running with me this weekend, which I shouldn't assume, <laughs> but... Oh, yeah, let's do that. Oh, that'll yeah, be we, even more fun. Yeah, so you could do we'll your fart licks together. <laughs> so funny. You didn't like stupid humor. That's not stupid. That's clever. I don't like silly. That's clever. Okay. Okay. I and feel actually... like talking about farting is silly, but like I clearly don't understand silly. We have a discrepancy around our definition of silly. <laughs> oh.